0: Hello and welcome to Master Your Coaching Biz, a podcast for rising coaches and entrepreneurs who want to design the life of their dreams and make a massive impact on the world while building an inspired, successful, and profitable business. I'm your host, Cheryl Thacker, Master Board Certified Coach, trainer, ICF Mentor Coach, international speaker, and founder of Successful Coaches Enterprise. I believe that every coach has a unique gift to present to the world and I'm humbled that I've had the opportunity to work with hundreds of coaches and entrepreneurs on their journey to mastering their business. Join me each week as we explore all things coaching to master your business with tools, techniques, and strategies to create and market your products, get visible, make an impact, and grow your business. Listen in on interviews with leading coaches and entrepreneurs sharing their stories and best tips to teach, inspire, and empower you observe coaching sessions, participate in Q&A, and learn how to master your mindset to enhance your coaching skills. Are you ready to build the life and business of your dreams while doing what you love? Let's get started. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. I'm really excited. We have a powerhouse episode today. Um, please listen up. We have Malika Malhotra of Mickey Photo and Company. She is an award-winning brand builder, professional photographer, business mentor, and author of the Brand Photography Playbook. Welcome, Malika. Thank you so much, Cheryl. I'm so happy to be here. Oh, I'm excited that you're here. So tell us a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur.
1: Sure. So I have actually been an entrepreneur for about 18 years. But in the last 12 years, I found my sweet spot of photography um, and actually started the photography journey doing photos of children, my own children. Um, And then over time, as my kids got older, I found that I wanted to stop chasing other people's kids and kind of go back to some of my roots, which was in advertising and marketing and really work with women in business and helping them with their branding, with their messaging, and actually creating these mini advertising campaigns for these female entrepreneurs so that they could stand out. Many of my clients um, are in saturated industries or coaches or consultants, designers, And so, you know, it's so hard to really rise above the noise. And I have started helping them with the visual storytelling, as well as the strategy, what their message and their story is. Because I think when you combine those two, you really are able to create a magnetic and a memorable brand.
0: Yeah, awesome. That sounds amazing. And um, we have a lot of coaches that listen that struggle with that. So I'm sure that they're going to be excited for this episode as much as I am, (laughs) Um, as you know, i I've struggled with that as well, telling, telling my story and, um, and really having it connect with everything that I do in my business. So I think it's really important. Um, so, so tell me, uh, let's, let's kind of dig into some of this now, tell me why is visibility important?
1: So really, if you're not showing up as the heart of your brand, if you're not showing up as the face of your brand, you could be leaving money on the table. I think in today's world, especially a COVID world, people, our businesses are online. You know, we are not really doing business in person, unfortunately, anymore. So you need to be seen as a leader of your business and to be showing up um, as a person who has created the business, the professional, the heart of the business, but also telling the stories of like how you did business. What does it feel like to do business? Um, We have to move beyond just the headshot, that one dimensional image, it is necessary, we all need, but I think now in this online marketplace and with savvy customers, people that are sophisticated now, they're checking out different websites, they're going on your Instagram feed, they want to know the story of the person that they're working with it is a relationship now, it's not transactional anymore. So that means that we have to visually tell the story of what it's like to work with our clients. It's more important now than ever to show up as the face of our brand.
0: Yeah, awesome. So what are the the main benefits of visual storytelling?
1: Well, I think it helps your audience understand the value of your products and services because you're educating them on what the process looks like. You're educating them on how you work. Is it via Zoom, by phone? What are the materials? Do you have onboarding materials that you use, worksheets? Um, You're showing them what the feeling is like by showcasing your personality or your vibe so that they're gonna understand what the relationship is gonna be like. You can tell stories about what the transformation looks like after. You know, showing stories of confidence or empowerment Um, Maybe it's like self-reflection or a sense of calm. There are stories that we can visually tell that talks about the emotion of what it will be like to work with us. So I think when we tell stories, we can build connections faster. We can show the value of our work so that people will not question the pricing that we have, especially Mm -hmm. if you wanna have high boutique pricing. Um, We can stand out from the noise so that we don't look like everybody else because we have our own stories to tell. So if we dig deep into our own unique story, our own special sauce and then actually visually demonstrate that, then you can differentiate And plus I think visual storytelling gives your your brand soul and depth. It is something that people can feel inspired by because you're mm-hmm. seeing a story um, unfold through images on your website or on a blog post. I think you know right now in our world, we are bombarded, right? There are messages coming at us at all yes. speeds and everywhere. And plus, it's very competitive. People can say they're a coach by just taking a course, right? So like people are entering our marketplace at such a fast speed. And then our attention spans are shrinking.
0: So when <laughs> you
1: think about all of those things, visual storytelling allows you to actually build the bridge with your audience get them curious captivate them so that you can build that relationship
0: yeah awesome i love that i talk about um coaches being curious uh staying in a state of curiosity but it's nice to to, to hear you say that that really you need your audience you need your prospect pool to to be curious about you so the visual storytelling just makes sense in that in that way um and then also just, you know, the heart part of it, the soul, like really putting your heart into your business, which most coaches get into coaching because they have a heart, right? For what they're trying to do. So, so yeah, I love, I love the thought of being able to share that visually, um, online. So what kind of, what kind of, you, you mentioned a couple, but what are kind of the visual stories and maybe like, how, how do we even think about putting together a visual story?
1: So I have a framework that I use with my clients, with my um, customers. It's called the six images every entrepreneur needs. And it has different themes, right? So that we can think about these themes and then we can sort of um, list out the stories under the themes. So one, of course, is your power pose, which is also known as your headshot. This is like the bare minimum that we need. and What this communicates is that we are professional, we are legitimate, we're not a hobbyist or a newbie. You know, we don't want to take those pictures from the last wedding and crop out, you know, the bridesmaids and just have a <laughs> floating head.
0: Yeah. And we
1: as you see it on LinkedIn all the time, and that impression that it makes. Is a bad impression. Let's be honest, right?
0: Mm-hmm. The
1: second image that we need, I call the working girl. So this. Thank is you all so much
0: for listening in today. I'm so can glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, audience. please consider leaving me a review on Apple up up the Apple Podcast app, so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit successfulcoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello until next time to your success you
1: do versus the next coach and you should be highlighting those and often when we share the process often when we put those images on our website the audience is looking at themselves as being part of that and that helps them decide if they want to work with you or not the third one is your passion portrait and this is all about the emotional the feelings what do you feel about your business and what is the feeling your clients will have after they work with you so you have to kind of show, is it the empowerment? Is it confidence? Is it leadership? There are ways, especially if you work with a specialist, a brand photographer who can help pull those things out, uh, but you want to show some emotion and display what that's going to feel like, that vibe, because again, it's all about the relationship. No. The next story that you can share is that lifestyle lens, and this is just humanizing you as a brand. We're not. Always having to be selling and promoting. We can also share the hobbies that we love, the pastimes, our lifestyle, show a slice of our life, because that is a very important connecting point. And often I'll get some pushback you know, it's too much information. My audience doesn't care, but they do, because we do business with people. People buy from people. Yeah. And so if you are hesitant, I would say, think about what your ideal client likes to do in terms of hobbies and pastimes. And if you have a similar interest, then just talk about those because then that's common ground that you're working with. The fourth, is that the fourth? I think what the- That was the fourth, yeah remember So the (laughs) next one is called future forecast and this is all about where do you see your business going in three years five years ten years share those goals those aspirations because you'll inspire your audience maybe you want to be a podcast you know have your own podcast maybe you want to write a book maybe you want to launch a course maybe you want to do retreats around the world You could have a globe in your hands and just take a selfie with your own phone. It doesn't even have to be a professional photographer, but it's the idea that these themes you can do yourself and you can start sharing with your audience and building that depth in your brand. And then the last one is just storytelling stock. So yes, it's hard to be always the person in front of the camera, seeing your face. So this is your opportunity to take pictures of the things that are in your office, your marketing materials, your business cards, you know, words like the words that are on your wall behind you. Sometimes that reflects the values that you have, right? It's in alignment with what you believe in. Um, I do lots of photos of books because I feel like the titles of books are always sort of on track with how I feel about myself, about my work, about the transformations that I'm trying to create. So you can just kind of look around and take pictures of those things. A to-do list, take a picture of a to-do list. Then people have an idea. Oh, you know, I'm on a podcast today. I'm gonna pick up my kids from school. They get a sense of who you are. And so the combination of that power pose, the working girl, passion portrait, lifestyle lens, future forecast and the storytelling stock, all of a sudden you're creating a very robust brand library of images that tell the many layers of your story and it gives people different points of connection with you. Um, and what really happens at the end as you start creating and sharing this content is that you as a business owner, you'll feel like you're more differentiated from everyone else because it's your authentic story that's being told.
0: That is awesome. I love that. Um, and I'm just kind of thinking through. I just made a note to take a picture of my to-do list today. <laughs> um, but that's that's awesome. And and so when you once you do that, once you kind of have this um, this pool or this uh, library. Um, you know, what do you do with it? Like, where do you get, where, where should you get seen? Where should you be putting those things? So You should be putting
1: it everywhere from your web, obviously your website, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your website shouldn't just have a, your headshot. It should have all of those pictures so that you're really telling the narrative of your brand. You have blog posts, use the images in your blog posts. You have a newsletter, sprinkle them in there too. Instagram, your whole feed should have some of these. It shouldn't all be professional because we're not always looking like that, right? I'm always a proponent of authentic, but aspirational. So you should do the DIY photos with your cell phone, but then you also sprinkle in the professional images. Facebook, put it in there. Do you run a Facebook group? Put it in there. Um, Sales pages, put it in there. Every, presentations, put them in there. You know, it should be everywhere so that you're creating this very cohesive visual brand. And that when people see these images, Time and time again, what happens is you become memorable. They, they begin to see you in those brand colors, in those brand stories, with those props that are all intentionally chosen to supplement your story, and they, that you have an impression in their brain and that you are memorable. I'm a big proponent that brand photography does not need to be taken every quarter or even every year. And I know this is sort of a a polarizing opinion amongst Mm -hmm. photographers, but I do believe you can have your images for two or three years and you should because the whole point is for you to build a memorable brand. So rinse and repeat and make sure you have this robust library so that you have all the stories to tell.
0: Awesome. So how do you work with someone or how how does someone like you work with someone to help with their branding and their stories?
1: So it really starts with the strategy part. This type of a shoot isn't like a show up and shoot and we just start clicking pictures because that's kind of like a glamor vanity shoot in some ways. That's not what this is. These images are meant to grow your business. They are strategic, they're intentional. So that means that you should be partnering with someone who understands business, who understands branding. So often when I have a client, we do a, a couple of sessions just on the strategy. You know, Who are you? What do you stand for? Who do you serve? How are you different? That's just the basics of branding. We go in a lot deeper, but just to give you some basics. What is coming up on your marketing calendar? Are you launching something? Are you, you know, do you have a program that's coming up? Um, Because we can then tell visual stories that will supplement and help that launch um, to be the most successful so a lot of questions are being asked so that i can understand what your goals are what the mission is behind the business a big part is like who you speak to or who you're serving because you want to make sure that that ideal client is going to resonate with the images that you create these images are really not for us right at the end of the day they're for the audience so that they know that you're the right person for them to hire so I can't deliver the best images unless I know all about your brand, your story, your goals, your launches, your marketing plan. So when you're thinking about brand photography, make sure you partner with someone who's asking you those questions. Otherwise, they might not have the long-term value, the sustainability that you need for your business.
0: Yeah. And then, so a lot of, a lot of coaches struggle with those basic you know concepts of like who are you and what do you do who do you serve um so so would you say they really need to have that clear before you know working with a, a brand photographer
1: so brand photos your logo your website these are all expressions of your brand so if you find that you're switching your logo every other year it's because you're not grounded in what your story and your message is what your niche is what your audience is and so I know when we start off, we're doing all the things, you know, especially as new business owners, uh, but there comes a point where you'll find that like, you're hitting the wall. It's, it's yeah. something's not working, right? You're being passed over. And it's because people aren't understanding what your story is. They don't know who you are, because maybe you're too bland or you're too diluted. You don't have a strong enough position in your brand. Maybe you're just calling yourself a coach. I wanna hear more, I'm a coach for, women who are over 50 that are empty nesters that kids just went to college. Okay, now I know who you are and now I can refer you, now I will remember you, right? Right. It's really mastering what that message, who you are best there to serve, what are your skills and your strengths and your passions and kind of like seeing how everything mixes in a way to create that power brand.
0: Yeah. And so when somebody, um, so just my audience, my clients, typically are just coming out of training. And so they're, like you said, they're just throwing things together, right? To get up and running, get a business going. So they might do a quick logo and, you know, maybe some quick photo shoot or something like that. So then we, we all almost always come to the point about two years in where they say, okay, I'm ready to kind of have a cohesive brand now. <laughs> um, but in reality is a rebranding because they've already kind of branded in the beginning. So for rebranding, is there anything specific that they need to look at or, or, you know, think about before rebranding? Well, let's just say like the, the initial branding that they do,
1: everybody goes through this. So there's no shame in that brand game, right? You know, we all have to start, we have to experiment. We have to test the waters. We have to see, you know, what's resonating when I talk about this, what clients do I really want to work with who I get the best outcomes with? We don't know when we start, but when you hit that two year mark and you're thinking, okay, Maybe it's not a rebrand, but it's a tweaking, it's a niching down, it's a narrowing down. I would say, you know, really do an assessment of like, what are your skills and strengths that are coming to the top? Why are people coming to you, right? Over and over again. They're asking to pick your brain about this every single time. Which clients are the ones that you see the best results with that are willing to pay, they don't question your fees and that they are loyal to you? Those are the people you wanna clone, right? You wanna find more of them. And then look at like the market of all the other coaches or consultants that are in your space. And maybe there's a gap there that you feel that you know that you can deliver something. And that could be where you really, you know, nurture that differentiation point for yourself that you can actually figure out the messaging that will allow you to be distinctive from the rest. But it doesn't happen overnight. Branding is something that's organic. It takes time. It's consistency. It's being on top of it over and over again. And once you find that sweet spot, then you need to stick with it for at least three to six months to see if it gains traction. The worst thing is when you keep switching and it's called schizophrenia brand schizophrenia right you know and because we're we're eager we're eager to be successful but you have to stick with something to see if it actually works and if it's not working in six months then you tweak it again and then you wait another six months and the learning that you'll get over the process will help you get to the right place um but it doesn't happen overnight and it just takes patience but it takes work it takes visibility getting out there talking to your clientele doing surveys with past clients um you
0: know branding is is an an ongoing thing right and so there's a like you said like um checking in with previous clients and and uh, i big thing i talk about is just doing market research like when you're even just creating a product or creating um looking for your um ideal client avatar like you really need to start asking questions and getting feedback because we can say what we think, you know, pain points are and and the goals and stuff like that, but it really it really is the market research that's gonna give you that solid information. And I can see that uh, segueing right into being able to, to brand as well, um, more successfully than just kind of putting stuff out there.
1: Yeah, I mean, the research is key because when you listen and you interview past clients, about their pain points. What is keeping you up at night? You know, what are your goals and your dreams? You can hear that language and you can take that language and put it into your marketing. So now you're actually saying what people are thinking and it will resonate and connect um, with your audience. And one other thing I would say is that when you do come up with that ideal client, again, you need to just commit, commit to it. One client, one pro, problem that you're solving. And then even maybe one package. Don't try to do all of the things. Keep it simple. Curate it down so that it's easy for you to market. I work with this person. I solve this problem and I have one package that does it. Next. I work with this person. I solve this problem and I have one package. And then you build that muscle. It's when you have like 10,000 products right in the beginning that it becomes confusing and you get exhausted and burned out. And disappointed if people aren't buying from you. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. Especially in the beginning, I always say, you know, just try to really curate and commit and keep it
0: simple. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, my coach talks about the power of one, um, yeah. you know, one person, one product, <laughs> um, one pain point, and just, you know, helping starting there. Um, I talk about two, really just one, um, you know, kind of your what you want to be your signature kind of program or the or something that you're going to work with consistently and then a lower entry level for those that aren't ready to make that commitment. Yeah. But I definitely understand that power of one and I agree with that. Um so so tell me like in these covid times mm-hmm. <laughs> what um you know what are people what is a way to to like delve into the branding and and maybe a brand photo shoot uh, while still being um Responsible and, and safe? So
1: it is tough. There's no doubt right now for, for photographers. You know, we are approaching these winter months where maybe you could have taken some pictures outside, right, without masks outdoor, but now it's getting pretty cold. Um, so it's tough. So I would say those categories that I shared, those six different images,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you can use your cell phone. It has a beautiful camera, and sometimes the best camera is the one that you have with you. And don't let it stop you from sharing the story of your brand. You can have someone take a picture of you at your computer working, and that's your working girl shot. You can take a picture of the books on your shelf, that's your storytelling shot. You can think about your big goals. Maybe it's writing a book and you have like a a stack of books in your arms, and you talk about how you wanna be an author one day. Maybe you're a mom and you take a picture of you and your daughter while you're working with a laptop and you talk about how hard it is to be a mompreneur you're able to do that on your own right now. I mean, if you're able to hire a brand photographer and you can do that safely, do it. It's gonna elevate your brand even faster. But these are kind of crazy times right now. I'm struggling with that with my business itself, you know? Like I've actually created a space here in Maine. I'm in it right now, my barn space here so that I have uh, an indoor space meant for photography that's gonna be safe, that hopefully people will come to because they will feel safe here. But and it's warm, the winters is <laughs> mean. So um, just to the idea of being outside, I just can't, it's already so hard, all the things being in front of the camera and the styling and the makeup to have to deal with weather elements too. It's, yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, but when it comes to branding, I think now is a great time to carve out some space on your calendar And think about what happened in 2020. What was successful? What were your wins? What were your struggles when it came to business and branding? Ask questions from your clientele or your colleagues. What does your brand say to them? What are their first impressions? And do an audit. Find out some of that. Look at the best posts that you've had on Instagram or Facebook. Get some analytics, some learning there to figure out what is that message that your brand is saying right now. And then decide, is this what you want to be saying for 2021? Or do you need to do some more work on your brand and identifying who your client is by clearly communicating what your mission is, what your vision is? Um, I just launched a new product called the Brand Confidential Blueprint, which breaks it down in 21 steps because it is hard work. Sometimes you need a guide of someone asking you those questions Mm -hmm. because you don't know where to start. Um, and I always had clients come to me asking me like, can you help me with my brand? But they weren't ready for brand photography. So they weren't there. And so, like you said, that low priced offer where someone can come in and get a little teaser. I just created this for them because it is important work to do, because if you don't do it now, you're brand could sometimes just be twisting and turning and reacting versus being in the strategic seat where you're shaping what you want your audience to know about you.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. So where, uh, oh, you have a free gift for my (laughs) audience, right? I have a free gift. It's
1: called a brand visibility booster. And this is going to talk about those six images that every entrepreneur needs. So if you weren't taking notes, don't worry, you'll have a whole list of them. But also what's in there is a lookbook, which is Uh, contains four real women entrepreneurs, some of my clients, and you can get to see a peek of what their brand libraries look like. Um, So there's a coach, there's an uh, interior designer, there's a realtor. So you can actually see how do they use these images? What are their stories? So that's a freebie that I hope inspires and empowers you to think about brand visibility, to think about being the face of your brands so that you can connect with your audiences.
0: Awesome. And then um, what is your website?
1: So my website is www.mikifoto.com, but it's M-I-K-I-F-O-T-O.com.
0: Awesome. Okay. So all this will be in the show notes, of course, so people can just click through. Um, I am so, so happy that you have come onto the show and shared all this with us. I think it's all real actionable um, information and uh, I'm inspired and I'm, I have a good feeling that my audience is going to be inspired as well. So thank you so much. Uh, Malika for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. I really had a lot of fun chatting with you. Awesome. All right, guys, I will see you on the next episode. Please, uh, if you enjoyed this one, please leave a, a review on the Apple podcast app and I'll see you next time. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening in today. I'm so glad we got to spend this time together. If you love today's show, please consider leaving me a review on the Apple podcast app so other coaches can find the podcast. For more information about me, visit SuccessfulCoaches.com. For daily inspiration and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at Coach Cheryl Thacker. Be sure to send me a DM so I can say hello. Until next time, to your success.